Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, you, you know, we talked about, Pash, you and I talked about this yesterday, that the weather was going to have a huge, huge impact for Monday Night Football. And it did. And it did. You're listening to Weather Insider for Tuesday, December 7th. Pash Reno here. I'm Reno. She's Pash. It's (laughs) it's like, what what was that? A Tubbs and uh, what was What was Miami Vice? I can't remember that. Crockett and Tubbs. (laughs) Pash and Reno or Reno Pash. Pash and Reno sounds better. I'm going to give you the free. I'll give you the. I like that. Give you the nod first. Ladies always first. Anyway, no matter Thank what. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Real quickly, Monday night football game last night. The wind was howling. There was snow showers or I thought there'd be a brief period of time. There that, was a little bit, a little bit. The end. And, and, and be, the beginning before the game started, there was also some snow squalls mm-hmm. and snow showers in there. But during the game yesterday, it was uh, all about the uh, wind in fact, you take take a look at I'm looking at the obs right now during the game. There was gusts 40, 35, 40, anywhere from 25 to about 40 miles per hour during the game. Swirling too. Yeah. I mean, you could see they before the game, I forgot which player it was, but someone threw a ball straight up and you could see the wind deflect the ball completely yeah. as it was coming back down. The it first punt too. The first yeah, punt of the yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. You see, he kicked kickoff. it low. He kicked it low. The kickoff went almost oh, yes, to like, yes, yes, yes. To well, the, the kickoff, yeah, the kickoff <laughs> almost went to Cattaraugus County and then the punt <laughs> almost went backwards. Well, you could see he punted it, mm-hmm. but he punted it low. It was like but, a 14, uh, 14 yard punt or something like that. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, Bill Belichick had a game plan mm-hmm. and he stuck to it. He wasn't going to throw the ball. And well, what can you say? He's a genius. Yeah, he said, Mac yeah. Jones, we are not going to put you through that. You yeah. don't have to throw the ball tonight. Just let the running backs do their job. And they did. And they the did. The defense it, did the job, too. As they've done all season. Now, all of a sudden, they're the number one seed. And you know what, Pash? Could we, have, could we have a pash Reno connection in the Super Bowl? We could. We could. We'll see. I think it might even be at Tampa Bay Patriots. Super Bowl. America would love that. Yeah, they yeah, yeah they do. Oh boy, that <laughs> they would, wouldn't they? I'm hoping, you know what? I don't think so. And here's why. The only well, I'll tell you what, the only human that can actually do it and return to the Super Bowl would be Brady. Mm-hmm. But it's very difficult to it's very difficult it to is, repeat. It is it's very difficult. And so I don't like... think it's Tampa Bay. I do not think it's Tampa Bay this year. I do not. Well, so I also we'll run see. through Green Bay, so. Well, it ran through Green Bay last year and it broke my heart, but maybe this year's a different season. All right. Let's talk about the breath of snow. We were talking about that yesterday. So here's the setup. 
frontal boundary stalled across the southeast, and we have a trough in the central U.S. Now, you're going to get that trough as it comes east. You're going to get a boundary. You're going to get that storm to form along that boundary across the southeast tonight, moves off the Carolina coast, but the trough is positively tilted. That is tilted from um, from north uh, from uh, uh, northeast to southwest. So the steering flow takes the storm offshore. It's not a big deal, but you do have some clouds and snow with the trough. The problem is it's neutral to positively tilted as it comes across Pennsylvania and New York. So that, you know, Pash, there's not much with it. I can see a little bit of snow, a little bit, maybe some coatings where the, where the trough comes through at night tonight, I could see some coatings, you know, Western parts of Pennsylvania, New York, maybe state college, AccuWeather global headquarters, maybe a coating here and there, but then I-95 corridor, from New York City on south, you may get some flakes. It ain't accumulating. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's just the, the moisture. Even if the cold air is there, it looks like the moisture is just not there. Now, there's a caveat to this whole thing. Then the trough goes negatively tilted. as it Now, now the tilt goes from northeast to uh, northwest to southeast. And too that late, means all, it's too late for many, except... New England, New England, Eastern Maine. And when I say it's not like I'm talking about a foot of snow with this, but I do think while most people will not get any, I think you've got to worry. And I'd worry about Boston. I'd absolutely worry about Boston, because if you watch the trough goes negatively tilted. And if you look at the surface flow, there's no downsloping flow. There's a light north wind. So there's no downsloping flow. We have a negatively tilted trough, which means all of the energy is now on the eastern side of the trough, which means you're going to have the upward motion there. You don't have a downsloping flow. And I think I think Boston, I could see how Boston gets two to three inches of snow out of this. I could also see how it's just a coating. So right now I tell you for Boston, get and. When's that negatively tilt trough, uh, tilted trough happening tomorrow evening after the sun mm-hmm. goes down? That's a big difference. That's why you got to be worried about Boston uh, all the way up. Uh, and I'd even worry about the uh, uh, the mass turnpike f- from Worcester on toward Boston on north toward Portland that you can get a couple of inches of snow and things turn slippery tomorrow night. Yeah, it should be interesting. But again, nothing crazy for us here across the Northeast with regards to any kind of major accumulating snow. No. And after that, it really doesn't look like there's a whole lot. In fact, it looks like we uh, turn on the blowtorch here yeah, across we do. the eastern half of the country for because, really yeah. the remainder of the month. Because the trough's going to go in the West. That's going to be our next segue. But this is a disappointing pattern for those that wanted snow. Because mm-hmm. there should have been there should have been at least one storm with this pattern, at least one to try to come up across the Appalachians, maybe west of the 95. I, I thought there would be at least one. But close your eyes. What do you see, Pash? I Nothing. see storms in the west. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, nothing ne- in the east, <laughs> nothing in the east. Now, next couple of days, we'll be building the snowpack in the in the Washington and Oregon Cascades. Several inches of snow, Stampede, Snoqualmie, White Pass, Centium, uh, Bennett Pass, Willamette Pass, several inches of snow Wednesday and Thursday. Then there's a little break in the action. Then we're going to get a surge of moisture this weekend into the northwest. And then the troughs start coming south in the California. Yeah, and that looks like it's going to bring in some really good snow for Nevada. 
And it looks like it's going to bring potentially some good rain to you as far as south as maybe even uh, Los Angeles. Or maybe yeah, I think they're going to get some. No, I think they're going to get some. Now, you know, I, 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 I'm a little worried. We're a little far out and I've been sucked in by this before. But certainly, certainly, you know, we've seen this path. You and I've been talking about this, Pash, that, you know, the earmarks are that it's the northwest and occasionally in the central and northern California this winter. Mm-hmm. Southern California is tough, but there does appear like there's an opportunity coming in the Southern California uh, as we get into the Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I'd say, and I'm, I'm going to count the number of storms and, and there's going to be a system even coming into the Sierra Wednesday and Thursday. You and I were talking about. Let's throw that aside. For now, OK, let's throw it aside and we'll count them. So I got the first storm coming into the Sierra, a weakening front. That would be at some point on Sunday. That's one. Then another trough comes into the area Monday into Tuesday. That's two. Then there's another one coming in Wednesday into Thursday. Let's count it as one. That's three. Then beyond that, I have another one probably coming in Friday into Saturday. That's four. So let's say. By the time we get in the next Sunday, next Sunday, how many feet of snow are we going to see in the central and northern Sierra? And, and let's not even talk. Let's not even talk the like Mammoth Mountain, the highest elevations. Let's say let's say, you know, below 8000 feet between six and 8000 feet. How many feet of snow are going to be in the ground or will have fallen by the time we get a week from now? I have a number in mind. I think several feet easily. Yeah, I think it's several feet, too. And I think once you get to the elevations, like, let's say, up above 10,000 feet, I think you could be talking about 13, you know, 12, 13 feet of mm-hmm. feet of snow. Now, that seems like an incredible number. And it is. But I've seen this before. If If you get the right pattern and you get these cold storms coming out of the west northwest, the upslope flow, you got to remember, you go from virtually sea level to about you know, 10, 11,000 feet in a short period of time, the upslope that you get there is incredible. And it's not unheard of to get that kind of snow when you get a barrage of storm like this. And I think that's what we're going to see. There's at least the opportunity. Also, you're going to bring these systems into the Wasatch, the Uintas, the Colorado Rockies. And I think even there, there's going to be feet of snow too before everything ends. Yeah, and you can actually see the models kind of hinting at that upslope flow, especially, I think, in the Four Corners region there with some of the Colorado Rockies. Oh, yeah. Some of the mountains there, Park Slope. I mean, you can see that they're just hinting at that. Even with this first storm that comes in later this week, Thursday Mm -hmm. to Friday. Yeah, no, they're going to do well. Yeah, yeah. It looks, they'll be happy. Denver. Denver will get it. This is it. Listen, if Denver, if you don't get your, if you don't get a measurable (laughs) snowfall with this pattern over the next 10 days, you're never going to get it. I mean, because the troughs coming now, Denver could be tricky because if the energy goes off to the north, you downslope. But I mean, even this system, you know, Thursday into Friday, I think the energies are far enough south that you're going to snow in Denver. You're going to get a couple of inches with this. Let's so, just say yeah. if it doesn't snow with this pattern in Denver, it's never snowing in Denver ever again, ever again. <laughs> and, and that's impossible. Now, not that each storm is good, because, again, 
Denver's tricky place. If you get the upper low to go over you or to the north, you don't snow. You downslope because of the west winds. But I got to believe at least one of these, including the one Thursday in the Fridays, going to go far enough south that you're going to get some snow. But this is going to be a tremendous, tremendous gift for the, the mountains. They, mm-hmm. they need, and not only that, the reservoirs mm-hmm. in yeah. California. You know, we've been looking at the reservoirs, Pash. They're so low. And this is how you build. At, and listen, and I'm not saying the drought's going to be over. No, but, you know, this is what you need. The, the, the snowpack pays dividends in those reservoirs come spring as the snow melts. And my concern is, is I don't know how long this pattern is going to last. It's not going to last the rest of this winter. So you got to take advantage of it. And, uh, you know, even Southern California, I mean, this could be it. This pattern, you know, who knows? That could be it for the rest of the year for Southern rest of the winter for Southern California. I'm not sure, but we, we do know that the storms have been going farther North. So it's hard to get rain in Southern California, but if you can get the heights low enough and you get a West Southwest flow, you'll overachieve because of the upsloping in there. But this is the opportunity for California to salvage, to get at least normal rainfall this winter. And you can get it in a hurry with the right pattern. I don't think it's the right pattern for Southern California because I don't think they're getting multiple storms, but I think they at least get one out of this pattern. I agree. And I think the one that comes in this week is looking a little bit more likely than maybe the one that comes in this weekend, but it does look like they're hinting at maybe at some point next week. Another possibility. Tuesday and the Wednesday looks like that's the shot. And there could be, and then there, there might be another. There might be another one. Who knows? The exact track of these upper lows is not known. But you see the pattern. The jet streams dipping. That you know what we look for for rain in Southern California. For those that are looking at the models and the 500 millibar, 570 decameter height line. That's the line. You got to get in if for California. That's the guideline. If you get below 570 or get the 570 decameter height line in there, you're going to rain in California. That's the old Joe Sobel rule, one of Mm -hmm. the AccuWeather icons here. And I believe I forgot who he got it from, but he told me it. So I give him credit for that. So that's the one. If you're looking at the models, 570 decameter height line, that's what you look for. And that is perpetually south of Los Angeles, a good portion of next week. So that's why I think they should get some rain. Yes, they should. And I'm sure that they are going to take anything that they can get. Want to talk about anything else, Pash, or should we go? No, I think we covered it all. The heat in the east and the lack of the storms and the complete opposite. In the, yeah, in the west. This is a, and again, this is a good pattern for the west. We really need this to happen. And, you know, not only in the uh, not only in the Sierra, but the Wasatch, the Uintas, they're hurting for snow. You're going to get it. No, oh, by the way. It's not just in the mountains. These storms are going to be cold. So, you know, with each of these storms, you're also going to have to worry at least with one or two of snow that falls in the valleys of the Intermountain West. Cities like Reno, like Elko, like Salt Lake City, like Cedar City, uh, St. George, Grand Junction. You are also going to get snow. It's not going to be as much as the mountains, but enough to make some slippery travel as we go through next week. So keep an eye on that. Yes, we will. All right. Any questions? Pash, how can we get in touch with you on Twitter? Jessica Pash WX. Simple enough. And you don't even have to weather. If you, if you have any betting 
questions. Oh, fantasy I'm available questions. for that. She's available for that 24-7, by the way. <laughs> I'll lose sleep for it. Yeah, I'm at Accurano. I don't bet like I used to because if I did, I'd, I'd, I'd be obsessive. I'm already obsessive. <laughs> Could you imagine me betting football games? I cannot. Oh, I'd be, I, I wouldn't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's All the right. problem. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't sleep that much anyway. All right. Make sure you download the free AccuWeather app as well. It's free, free, free on your, uh, on your mobile device. And um, don't forget, we have Minicast, minute by minute weather for the next four hours. Also, you know, uh, uh, some exciting news, uh, Josh, I forgot. We are now streaming the oh, AccuWeather yes. network mm-hmm. on AccuWeather.com. Yes, yeah, so you can just go over there and you can watch us any minute of any hour of any day. Yeah, I'm on in the mornings. Pash is on during the afternoon hours. Yes. So you can check us out there. Have a good Tuesday. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.